Welcome to the Courage Over Comfort podcast. I'm Sheila Dare. This is the podcast that's meant to inspire you to step into your courage and out of your comfort zone, because that's where we learn and grow and find out what we're truly capable of. It's outside the comfort zone where all the magic happens. In today's episode, we're talking about bearing it all. My guest is Tiffany Humfeld. Now, on any given day, she may answer the question, what do you do differently because she wears many hats. She's a real estate investor, licensed massage therapist, a coach to female entrepreneurs on accountability and self-care, a student of life, love, and inner peace, and she's the hostess of the Peace, Love, and Wine podcast. And if those amazing qualities aren't enough, She's got one more thing to add to the list, and that's burlesque performer, which leads us to today's conversation. Tiffany, welcome to the show. Yay! I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you. I had the pleasure of catching your burlesque performance, and I just knew that I had to have you on to tell us about your experience, because this is something that's new for you. It is, and it's partly your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you were on my show, I sort of made the commitment that it was going to happen. And so I was like, all right, we got to do it. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love that once you put something out there, then you're accountable for it. So, and that was only three months ago when we recorded. Yeah, that was October 2019. Wow. And you see, I am so even now more impressed with you that you learned so quickly because your show was really, really good. Thank you. So tell, first of all, let's start with what is burlesque? Can you explain what burlesque is? I think burlesque is a lot of different things and it's evolved over the years. And it sort of in America, came to America in the mid 1800s and was women were mostly dressed in men's clothing and sort of making fun of the upper class. And it was a way of entertainment for the middle and lower classes and started in the theaters. And in the 1920s is when it started to evolve into aspects of striptease. So today I like to think of it as theatrical striptease. Yeah, because I know there's definitely a difference between a strip performance and a burlesque performance. Because burlesque, it's not just so much to gain one person's attention. It's a whole theatrical performance. It's over the top. It incorporates humor. There's costumes. There's over-the-top makeup, glitter. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's very entertaining. I mean... I feel very comfortable going to a burlesque show. I wouldn't go to the to a strip club because that's not what I'm looking for. But a burlesque show was so much fun. So how did you get the idea that you wanted to learn to be a burlesque performer? So I've been trying to think about how it really landed where I'm like, yes, this is happening. But really, I've dealt with a lot of chronic pain over the last nine years or so. And I've always had some kind of movement activity in my life. I've always been somebody who works out and not that I like it, but I've had to and I've struggled with my weight and all these things. And so, you know, when I was younger, I did dance and gymnastics off and on. I used to do aerial silks, aerial acrobatics, which I love. It's like a very dear love, but I had to stop that a few years ago due to injuries. And all of that is... You know, I'm working through it all, but I 
was like, I really need some kind of movement. It, it really, just dancing around the kitchen is something that I do for fun because it helps lift my mood. And, you know, we had a, our own little dance party before we started recording. We did. <laughs> we, we cranked up a really fun song and danced around before we hit record on this because yeah. it put us in the right state. It got us happy. It got us moving and excited. Yes. So. And so a couple of years ago, I started going to burlesque shows and I just had so much fun. The ones that I've gone to, and, and really since I think the 90s when the new burlesque movement started, a lot of burlesque has been centered around humor and parody and things like that. And that is really what I find attractive about it because it's women of all shapes and sizes who are being confident and funny. And that's really what's sexy. Right. Yeah, I like that women doing burlesque are putting themselves out there with their lowering their inhibitions and they're going with the feeling of it and the pleasure and the enjoyment of the entertainment. And I have, you and I went to a burlesque show, not, I attended yours, but we went to a different one. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I, had, I actually didn't know what to expect because you had said that you were going to, um, you were going to learn to do this. So we went to see a show so that I would understand what. Um, my dear friend Tiffany was getting herself into and I had so much fun just watching them and their confidence and everything it was it was really great so I was super excited that you were gonna dabble into this and today it's kind of burlesque has even evolved into cabaret style where people will do things you know whether that's hula hooping fire dancing magic even sometimes and so there's all these different things and then usually there's an MC of some sort so like the one we went to there was a gentleman who was the MC and so that it all sort of comes together to form this magical mishmash of glittery awesomeness yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes so how did you find how how did even how did you take the first step Mm -hmm. to get into it so the group in Long Beach, Dirty Little Secrets, that's the show we went to. I had been following some of their performers on social media and saw that one of them was teaching in Orange County uh, a Friday night class. And so I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to just go take a class and see. And when you go and take a burlesque class that's like a one-off class in LA or Orange County, typically it's it's kind of like a jazz dance class. So it's kind of a fast moving, like when you think of like the pussycat dolls, that kind of dance. Um, So you're not taking off your clothes during the class. You're learning sort of sexy, jazzy moves, basically. I don't know how else to describe it, but sort of like you stepping into your awesome and like vamping it up and boom, bang, (laughs) you know, but the clothes stay on. Yeah. So just like you said, a one-off class, Mm -hmm. you're not all bearing your flesh in that class you're just learning the basic movements and how to embody that but you're not taking everything off yet right and so when I was wanting to perform and I decided that I really wanted to do it before the end of the year for some reason (laughs) I found a six-week class that was starting two days later and was two hours away in San Diego and I was like okay this is far but it's like limited time span it's six weeks and it has a performance opportunity, and that's what I'm looking for. So I'm going to go for it. And that's basically what I did. Yeah, and that's, that's true commitment for you to drive, what was it, about two hours from L.A. to yeah, each to way, San Diego. Including on my birthday, one of, one of the <sighs> classes. Yeah. yeah. What are the, some of the things that you learned in the class? The class that I took, it was 
less about the movement, even though, of course, there was a lot of that. But a lot of it was just focused on being a group of women who were supporting one another and coming to a safe space. We kind of started it with almost like a little bit of a meditation at first and do some light stretching and some light conditioning, sort of like some Pilates moves. And then we would listen to various music and learn some real basic moves, like some hip moves. We played with scarves one day to simulate boas. And we would learn pieces of what became the the eventual dance performance that we did as a group in December. And so, yeah, it was it was cool. How many women were in your class? I think there was about eight of us. And then about four or five of us were in the actual live performance. And was that because some of the women dropped out or they didn't feel confident enough to participate in the final performance or yes it was women of all ages I mean I think one of the women was in her I would say she was probably in her 60s and some of them I think never planned on performing they just wanted to go and have the experience of the dance class and and be with other women I think some of them you know, maybe they had partners that weren't quite open to them doing it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the impression I got that was never said. Yeah. But, um, you know, and for whatever reason, it's, it's a scary thing. So. Yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let me ask. Um, let me just ask this random question to our listeners. If I put you in the middle of a crowded restaurant and all eyes were on you and you had to take off your clothes, how would you feel in that moment? What's your gut reaction right now? I'm scared just like, when you say that. Right? <laughs> um, scared is probably the first reaction. Intimidated, uh, you name it. That's like I think that's probably a lot of people's worst nightmare. So, how did taking the classes build your confidence to be able to do that final performance? I think having the support of other women was really fun, and knowing that we all sort of had each other's backs was great. And, you know, truly part of it is just I knew it was going to be uncomfortable and that was just going to be part of it. And I tried not to focus on that part too much. I tried to focus on having fun and just and and being entertaining for the audience as well. And part of the reason why I got into it at all was really to help myself have more self-acceptance, really, and battle some of my own inner demons that I've always faced. You know, I do not look like... I definitely do not look like a L.A., you know, go-go dancer. (laughs) But I'm five feet tall, I'm overweight, and I have giant boobs. (laughs) Like, I kind of look like a circus freak. (laughs) I disagree, but we'll talk about that later. I actually want to know what you thought when all the clothes came off. Okay, by the way, it wasn't all the clothes, it was just the top. It was the top, (laughs) and you it was... I thought you did marvelous, first of all. And I, I know I've already shared this with you, but you you were so beautiful and you were so confident and entertaining. I, When I watched you, I did not see any fear or self-consciousness or any doubt. You were in your element. You were expressing yourself through movement. And it was beautiful. And when when the top came off and the boobies twirled the tassels, I was like cheering you on. Like, you go, <laughs> Tiffany, they're going the right way. Awesome job. <laughs> I give you your own little private shimmy at yes. the end there as I walked past. Too. It was fabulous. <laughs> it was so fabulous. How did you feel when you were actually doing it? Oh, I was having fun. 
I was a little scared. I was concerned I was going to f- screw up the steps because it was a group dance. And so there's not a lot of room for improv because you're all doing things together. But I think overall, I think everybody did a, a good job of making it look fairly cohesive. And so there was a lot of emotions and I'm still sort of sorting through them. I haven't journaled about it. I keep saying I need to journal about it. I have not done it yet. And I've only watched the video once. Oh, there's a video. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of wanted to cry when I watched it just because, again, finding my own demons and, oh, that's what I look like, you know, but instead I just laughed because (laughs) I thought that's more productive. And hey, I did it. <laughs> Talk about getting out of your comfort zone. My goodness. <laughs> I I personally don't think I can do that. Well, I'm not a, I'm not comfortable with my body in that realm. I'm not comfortable with dancing. So let's just put it that way. I'm not a good dancer yet maybe one day but (laughs) I mean I'm not comfortable with dance either I just like to do it and so I'm determined and maybe if I took classes and learned that would be different but yeah no I I am so in awe that you let it go and you did that because personally I don't think I could it was definitely courage over comfort absolutely (laughs) oh my gosh you 100% right and then okay so after the performance, how did you feel? Amped. So, you know, you were there with me, and I had had part of a drink before because, well, part of it was we were getting them complimentary. Oh. <laughs> the performers all got a drink complimentary, so I was like, okay. Little icebreaker. I'll, I'll order one. I had probably like a third of my drink, but I didn't want, I wanted to remember everything, and I didn't want to be impaired, right? But I was like, let's loosen up just a tiny bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so I had a little bit of that, and then I ordered food, and I just I couldn't even eat my dinner. I was there's too much adrenaline going, so there was, it was a lot of adrenaline, and it took me a long time to get to sleep that night too. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were on a high. Mm-hmm. You did, you accomplished an amazing thing that night. Yeah, it was a really I you know I said to Kyle, my husband, I was like, it's a big deal. Like it's not a big deal in the scope of the world, but for me, it was it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for you to work, we are all our own worst critics. And clothed, we're our own worst (laughs) critic. (laughs) Unclothed, uh, it's a whole other ballgame. So are you planning to continue burlesque performing? Yes. I am still working on my solo routine, which I'm very excited about. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to have a lot of humor in it. And I don't know where that will be performed yet. So I'm still working on that. I have most of my costume together, except for the pasties. I know what, what's going to happen there, but I just have to <laughs> physically put it together. So I need a little assistance with that from one of the pros. So, And are you, are you, uh, so you're going to do a solo performance, but are you working with any other groups or any other people in the area? I'm not right now. I am taking classes again. The, oh, you're still the, taking classes? The one-off classes, classes the yeah. more dancey dance classes I am taking those right now yep yeah awesome yeah I just started again in January that was my Christmas present oh (laughs) to yourself basically (laughs) (laughs) we don't really do gifts in my household so yes it was basically Kyle you're buying me this for Christmas right okay (laughs) then obviously he's supportive of your journey yeah yeah he was there he was there. I, <laughs> I saw his face watching you. It was nice. <laughs> he was, and recording. Yeah, that's, I mean, 
I think that if you don't have the support of your loved one, especially your spouse, it would just make it that much harder. Yeah. I don't know if I would have done it if he was highly against it, but I did ask him. I said, is this okay with you or will it bother you? And he was basically like, I don't care. Go for it. (laughs) Which is good. Like he wants you to be you and he wants you to do what makes you happy. So that's great. How did the other women feel? Did you like at, at the end, what was the consensus from the group? Because they were all new performers. A couple of them had performed before, like once, I believe. I think everybody was really excited to do it. And it was since it was right before the end of the year and it was the holidays. I think everybody just felt really good. Like, so, I, I would think that you would all feel accomplished mm-hmm. going into the new year, the new decade strong with that, having done that. I think the timing that you chose was perfect to want to do it before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah, me too. And it was good because it was that short time frame that I really had to, I had to make something happen. And when I was, you know, I've been thinking a lot and kind of in a transition phase of, of various things. And I was like, how can I be the most me right now and have the most fun and let all my weird hang out? And that burlesque is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so important that we all find what speaks to our soul. Mm -hmm. And if burlesque speaks to you and feeds your soul and lets you be exactly who you are at your core, then hell yeah, do it as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to your next performance, wherever that may be. I will be there. Thank you so much for attending my first one. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't miss it. So are you currently looking for anyone in the... Southern California area to partner up with to do a show with or sure yeah anybody who's open to entertaining new performers is possible for a show if you're a producer out there I'd love to chat awesome um final thoughts on burlesque if it sounds intriguing at all you should do it you should go take a class and experience it if you're not a dancer or you haven't danced before or in decades do it anyway and be okay with the fact that you're going to screw it up, probably. <laughs> I mean, I, for me, I feel like I'm a slow learner in terms of, of dance, well, really in terms of a lot of things. But I know I can do it. It just takes a lot of repetition. I feel like it takes a little more repetition than other people. So don't let that scare you either. Just if it sounds fun, go do it. Yeah. You did a lot of practicing at home, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was a nice treat for your cats and your husband. <laughs> Mostly the cats. <laughs> so, Tiffany, how has this experience changed you? I think it has allowed me to see a different part of myself and celebrate a different part of myself than I ever really expected to and opened me up to new possibilities because... I never expected to be getting naked in front of a group of people <laughs> and having fun with it. So I know it's it sounds sort of strange, but it's something that I'm, I'm very happy and excited about. That's beautiful. You're just expanding your comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> and you're finding out what you are truly capable of. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story on this episode and you light me up every time I'm around you because you are inspiring. And I hope that you know that and I hope you feel it. And I hope that when you did your burlesque show that you felt it because you were on fire. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love you too. (laughs) So as mentioned in the intro, 
Tiffany is the host, a uh, hostess of the Peace, Love, and Wine podcast, and her show aims to inspire listeners to minimize stress and maximize joy through happy hour conversations with awesome humans and female entrepreneurs. So please check out her show. It's really, really fun. And if you'd like to connect with Tiffany, you can find her on Instagram at Circus of Humanity and Peace, Love, and Wine Club. And I'll include that in the show notes as well. And Tiffany's, you know, another thing about Tiffany is she's truly passionate about supporting female entrepreneurs and women in business through connection. So if you'd like to reach out to her in any way, or if you would like to help her facilitate her next burlesque performance, you can email her at info at peaceloveandwine.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please subscribe, rate it, and share it with anyone who you think it might resonate with. I'm Sheila Dare, and I encourage you to live outside your comfort zone. Until next time.